Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hi there, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. Welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your captain. Captain Greggy Hogsteller, and with me is the whole crew. We've got the entire crew. We've got security expert Miranda Fisher is here, keeping us secure, as she always does every every single episode. Miranda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex Arborday, everyone. We've also got science officer Dr. Kevin O'Brien here. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hi, sir, and Alex Arborday to you, Captain. <clears throat> well, thank you. Uh, we've got... The numbers guy himself, Tim Treese, is here. Tim, welcome. Sir, yes, sir. Captain, sir. Hey, guys. Hi, Tim. Uh, and then oh, joining us this week, we've got the full complement of officers, but then we've also got, joining us for the first time, uh, first mate and television expert, uh, Jack Allison is here. Jack, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, happy uh, uh, Alex Arbor Day. Um, and I, I do very much appreciate the, you know, Getting the first mate name because that that kind of makes me the like Will Wheaton of the Orville, which uh, uh, <laughs> is a is a very vaunted position. Um, so thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad I'm excited to be here. No, we're excited to have you here. Uh, so last week, last time we recorded, we were talking about how we were finally going to watch the finale, and thanks to the powers of Ganonderma and Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we put that red mushroom in our tea and we did watch the finale. Uh, mm-hmm. but what we heard overwhelmingly from the listeners, no, 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 we're not ready. We're not ready. We <laughs> haven't watched the finale yet. Uh, please don't talk about the finale on the official The Orville podcast. And, uh, we heard that from everybody, like top to bottom. There were no, no people that, that disagreed with that. So, uh, we have decided to put off covering the finale. For a few more weeks, I'm not sure exactly when we're going to talk about it on the podcast, uh, but listeners, please try to uh, get right, you know, with your Ganonderma, with your red mushroom, Dr. Lim, uh, prepare yourself for listening to us talk about the finale because it is coming up at some point in the future. Yeah, um, if if you're listeners out there, if you're not on Dr. Lim's Ganonderma uh, regimen, please do. So you can follow me, and I will contact the appropriate people to get you in touch. And oh, Jack, yeah. or I, if you don't want to get under Kevin, you could always get under me. I mean, uh, I could be your upstream to the Ganoderma. I'm always looking for more downstream too. Just throwing it out there. I've got I've got downstream to spare right now. 
Jack, have you uh, consulted with anybody on Ganonderma? Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> what That's is it? Great, great news know. for you. This is yeah. an opportunity, really. Oh, how exciting. For us and you. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, much... I'm highly suggestible, so, you know, whatever you guys want to do. Okay, well, there's four magic words. One world, one market, okay? And when you okay. and when you think of that, just kind of imagine, if you will, if you had a, a red mushroom and you were able to kind of eat it or break it down, put it in some kind of, say you had a master stroke of genius and sure. you decided to put it in coffee and tea, right? Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden you're feeling healthy and you're feeling yeah. financially free. And well, there's be a miracle. Yeah. And there's one. Well, you know what? It's not a miracle. Well, if you know what, <laughs> Dr. Lim, I, he's not around, but I mean, maybe he is because he's like freaking God with this stuff. Sure. You know, it's, it is a miracle. Okay. So, wow. um, we're going to get you on a plan, looks like, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah. No, just, uh, fax me over whatever I need to sign. Uh, I'm ready to go. I love it. I love it. I just love to, it. And one just, world, one market. Sorry. I had to get that in, Tim, before you start. Just to give you a sense of like how powerful this stuff is and how strong it makes mm-hmm. you is, uh, we were hyped up on enough Ganoderma last episode to promise everyone that we would watch the final episode of the Orville. <laughs> and then after that, we were hyped up on even more Ganoderma enough to go back on that public promise and release this episode <laughs> sure. instead. Wow. So it's, that's it's, power. It's that's double real power. power. Yeah. That is really real power. I did want to talk to you guys about Ganoderma a little bit because I mean, the three of you are like a higher level, I think, than I am in the Ganoderma process. And I had. <laughs> Some questions. Uh, on on Wednesday, on the fourth of July, I did eat some mushrooms, and I did not have a good time at all. And is that a normal Ganoderma experience where you start uh, crying and rethinking your entire life? Mm, that is definitely not a Ganoderma experience. And I don't know what shaman you consulted with or. How they, I don't know if you went through the, the urination cleansing process or you drank that afterwards to, to kind of like re- take out some of the impurities of your uh, mushroom. Um, but if you didn't do that, that could be your problem. It could be also that maybe you didn't take Ganonderma altogether. Was this mushroom red? The mushroom was not red. No, do you think somebody has been selling me bunk Ganonderma? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is like uh, something that's been happening a lot lately is, you know, anybody who sees you see a miracle product, you'll have the leeches and you'll have the imitators, you know, the terrible. Yeah, it really is. And you probably got conned and, you know, you're probably going to be fucked up for a couple of months now. But hopefully, Shit. hopefully, if you just put a little Ganoderma in your coffee and tea, you'll be good. Right. This is why you got to go with the real stuff. You have to like work with somebody who's like working with other people who are working with other people who can get you the right mm. stuff. Yeah, right? In the community, it just or in the I guess a pyramid technically. Yeah. Uh, if you're within the if you well, look pyramid up structure. Yeah. If you look yeah. up and you have binoculars and you can see Doctor Lim at the top, then you're safe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, look for those feet. Yeah, look for the bottom of those feet. <laughs> Dangling from the top of a pyramid. That, that's he's, what you have to look for. He's been having so much Ganoderma that I heard he's actually growing Ganoderma mushrooms off of his feet. So that's the number one way. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So you'll smell it even before you see it. Now, uh, Captain, 
we have to talk about this this show, don't we? What we want to so, talk about the show first? Uh, I've got a song for us this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Jag, you like music? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Like, like, uh, how how long does Jack want to be here? Uh, no, I, I think we. Were... I, I honestly, to be honest with you, I I'm not like a huge music fan. Uh, uh, okay. I like a lot of music, but I'm but like that is a fine question because I would normally answer that question with like not particularly. Okay. okay. Well, then this might be right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> Do we do we want to do the song or do we want to talk about the pot, the episode? I mean, I, like that's a real question, Jack. How much time do you have today? Oh, I, I'm I am I'm free forever, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> you can wow. do the song, you can do whatever. I uh, let's, let's talk about this song. I think Vrunt really missed out on talking about this <laughs> the song that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, Vrunt, yeah. if you're listening, which I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you really missed out. Was he uh, in a hurry? Yeah, he only had an hour, right? <laughs> he just seemed like a real busy guy, you know? By our standards, he was in a real hurry, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he kept clicking on his Bluetooth, on a, taking calls. <laughs> We've got Jack here. We've got to get his take on this song. Uh, I've got a great song for us this week. If we If we think back and remember the year 2014, okay? We've got a lot of great memories of that year. Uh, but one of the saddest memories... From that year was when Jay Leno w- decided to leave the Tonight Show. Right, uh, that was one of the things we all think about, and uh, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard memory to uh, you know process. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, Bill Maher was there, and uh, Bill Maher got a hold of his friend Seth MacFarlane. Mm, I uh, think I've heard of that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think we, we all uh, worship him. Uh, but anyway, so he got Seth to go on to the Jay Leno show to sing a beautiful song uh, commemorating Jay's years on The Tonight Show. Uh, and that's what we're going to discuss tonight. Um, wow. So first yeah, of all, just a place in time, you know, it's nice. Yeah. I think I was going through a really bad case of World Cup fever at that time in 2015. <laughs> so. And I'm, you know, as we all know, we listeners, if you haven't caught the fever, lads, it's coming home. Football's coming home. England's <laughs> going to win it. I'm just putting that out there, all right? You got to put it out in the universe, you know? Those boys must be on some Ganonderma, the way they're playing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I think those Russians were on some Ganonderma, huh? I mean, oh, like, you know, they smell like the juice. Yeah. I don't want to talk too much about them because they got. Yeah, these... don't get Kevin started on the Russians because he's. Well, I mean, I don't want them. He's to got a lot of theories about poison, them. Poison my Ganoderma supply. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, there, there was, of course, a whole segment where uh, Bill and Jay talked about politics, which is what you go to the Tonight Show for. But uh, then he brought out a surprise guest, Mr. Seth MacFarlane, and they sang, began singing this beautiful song. So here, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, play the first clip here. Here we go. Jay, this is for you. Thanks for the memory. You bantered with the stars, earned all your battle scars, got paid a lot and and built built a pot and blew it all on cars. How lovely it was. Okay, was that loud enough that everybody could hear it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, good. Yeah. It was it was perfectly perfect volume, I guess. Okay, great. <laughs> so Jay bannered with the stars, uh-huh. made a lot of money, blew it all on cars. Now that's Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. I just love I love whenever uh, a talk show is sort of going off the air or the host is moving on so that we can get like a month and a half of just like celebrating that like banal form of art. Like I think it's really, really nice. Like just like how every other job, like if someone's like quitting to go do something else or just like have their money for the rest of their lives. Like I think it's good that they get like. You know, a a month long retirement ceremony where uh, uh, people come on to tell them how great they were. So I, I just think that that's like a part of the wonderful tradition of late night. And uh, so I, I appreciate you, uh, uh, you know, making me hear that. Well, I gotta <laughs> I gotta take issue with one thing you said there, Jack. You're comparing this to people who who uh, leave their jobs to just like have their money. But if you'll notice from the song, Jay Leno right. didn't have any money anymore. He blew it all on cars. <laughs> When blew he it all forced, on cars. When he was forced off of television, he had mm. no money, only yeah. cars. Yeah, no, it was actually very sad. Like, if you went to Burbank, you could see Jay Leno sleeping in one of his <laughs> 60 cars just uh, uh, <laughs> along the boulevard outside Chili John's. He would actually, like, every night he would uh, go in a different stupid fucking dirigible uh, and sleep in it because there was just nowhere else for Jay to go. Until CNBC Man. came and cropped up this, uh, uh, you know, exciting new talent. Yeah, thank God for Jay's garage. You know, now we at I least got somewhere to sleep. Oh uh, God! Really? I thought I thought uh, he was gonna get some of, you know, at least some of the other LA, you know, people who are homeless, you know, kind of get them all in the garage, sort of some sort of community, teach them how to huh. fix up old cars. You know, that's for to me is a better show. Jay teaching the homeless how to. Like maintain their vehicle, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a very valuable skill. I think the homeless could learn is like how to maintain vehicles from the 1930s, uh, <laughs> only one of which exists in the entire world. Um, what I think was especially nice though about for Jay, because you know I of course was a big fan of uh, of Jay's Tonight Show, uh, uh, which is really the only Tonight Show for me. I think it was really nice that he got to have two farewell oh, no. tours. Uh, Sorry, no. oh, we lose. Uh, we lost our captain, which is. Okay. I'm back now. I'm back now. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I was going to say it was very, you know, it, it it was definitely like, well, I was just saying that, you know, you know, uh, uh, when I think about back on Jay's Tonight Show, and it really is just Jay's show. Uh, uh, as much as it was a bummer to have Conan sort of like, you know, sit in the throne for a little bit, the thing that I think was nice was that Jay got to have like two big farewell ceremonies, like. This 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 Seth one I believe was from the second time he was leaving tonight's show, so it was just cool to get to witness that sort of like uh, self congratulatory celebration uh, two times in a row. And I think we we were all thinking at the time we did a good enough job the first time that we brought him back, so we really have to do a good job this time. Right. And unfortunately, we did fall short, mm-hmm. and we had to deal with um, I guess it was Jimmy Fallon at that point. I thought this was the first time that he came back because he because he blew all his money on cars and he needs some more money. This is you're saying this is after the second time. So I'm just I'm confused, I guess. I, I, I don't know if this was from when the first time he left tonight show to go to the 10 p.m. show. That was before he had blown all of his money on cars. Uh, uh, but I believe it was the second time he was hosting tonight show after Conan was kicked out that he had finally officially, you know, spent every single dollar he had on cars. Uh, <laughs> And so and so it was forced out. 
Yeah, they do. Uh, they do address this a little later in the song. This is the second time that he oh. uh, left the Tonight Show. Right. Actually, okay. yeah. Speaking of, which, do you have the Do you have the Seth MacFarlane song from the first time he left the Tonight Show? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if he actually had Seth on to sing the song at that point because uh, this was only because Bill Maher brought him on that he sang mm. this one. Yeah, that's, that's a totally weird. natural pairing, by the way. That's just like <laughs> that's a comedy pair that I just always expect and think of. I'm like, if Mars going on, like McFarlane's <laughs> definitely in the wings. Which is weird. I kept waiting for that Mar cameo in uh, the Million Ways to Die in the West. I kept waiting for him. Yeah. He never showed. I know he's part of that circuit, that Seth MacFarlane yeah. crew. So yeah, I think he just he has he doesn't like to be around Native Americans. Uh, okay. So it was good stuff for him. Uh, <laughs> That is interesting that he didn't appear in that, because uh, if you look on YouTube at all the Seth MacFarlane uh, birthday party videos, which there are a ton of for some reason, uh, Bill Maher is always there, and uh, he's always singing songs with Seth MacFarlane at Seth's birthday party. Uh, So it's funny that he didn't appear in A Million Ways to Die in the West. It was, you remember when Seth tried to, like, there was, like, a one, he did, like, a variety show once where he, like, mm-hmm. did all his, like, very cool, very, it's always very exciting when he does it, like, the big band singing or whatever, the crooning. Oh, my God. Uh, it's just, like, always such a treat. And they He's did like, one time do, like, a special, I think, on Fox. And I just was like, you know, how come, like, who, who do I have to send, you know, a letter writing campaign to to get the Seth McFarlane crooning special back on TV? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm, and if anyone, oh, go ahead. At, no, at 3 a.m., you know, they have those, like, old, um, you know, like, buy this CD. It's, like, all these old classics and stuff. Yep. Sometimes I'll just print out a picture of Seth, slap his face on the TV, and just fall asleep to that. You know, and just yeah. imagine, imagine it's Seth and That's what I want, really. Yeah. So if that's the links that I'll go to to get that, you know, yeah. like, somebody videotape that we'll we'll get that viral send that to whoever it needs to go to and get this back on foxes that yeah, is let's really get this back on the air everybody mm-hmm. and we need more shows like 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 in the 60s where it was just like drunk guys like kind of singing deeply and badly like mm-hmm. frank sinatra songs like that's when yeah. tv was good we need that was... but better singing which is what seth would give us <laughs> right Right, yeah. of course. I guess I just worry, you know, if Seth's going to be doing the variety show, don't get me wrong, God, I would love to see that, but <laughs> I worry true. that it would take his time and energy away from the Orville. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, I mean, already, I mean, like, you can see, though, that this man's a workaholic. I mean, like, every show, it, it's so clear that every single show he works on so deeply. I mean, like, American Dad, like, every single episode has that Seth MacFarlane touch to it. You just know that he's sitting in on every single writer's session of Family Guy and of, uh, I'm sure that there's another show he does that I'm not even thinking of. Does the Alien have a little spinoff show or something? The like, Orville. The- the yeah. Orville, but the alien <laughs> from, yeah. from American Dad. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is that you know he's able to he's able to juggle so much, and, and he clearly just cares so much about all of it, and just really gives a shit about all the television shows uh, that he's, are part of his empire. He's like the world's greatest juggler, and yeah. and he's juggling <laughs> his own babies, like his own babies, yeah. you know, which is yeah. it's terrifying, but it's beautiful at the same time. He's yeah. one of the last remaining artists in the industry. Do you get that sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. I really do get that sense. He's he's one of the last uh, auteurs, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. that, you know, he does it all. He directs, he acts, and he croons. 
Yeah, singular vision. That's something that you get with the Orville. Um, and even if you do see, a, a, you know, Seth's very generous, so he'll sometimes give writing credits to, you know, so some muttered buddy who's not as smart as Seth. But you're watching yeah. the show, and you're like, this only came from one brain. Yeah, Right. It, you can tell from the voice, and by that I mean literally like all the voices on the show uh, <laughs> are by him. So, uh, you know, the thing I'm just bummed out about, and I know we were talking about the crooning show, but uh, just that the Flintstones reboot by Seth never happened. Yeah, it just still oh, me up to this day. That's really sad. It really is sad. Yeah. yeah, I did remember that a few weeks ago and try to find it. Like, what was there ever a premiere, like a, a first episode? Made I think or that there was, that was just was a script. I think there was just a script, yeah. and you know, just one of those great unmade scripts out there. And we Seth said, it. you know, if I can't go back in time, I'm going to go to the future, and you guys are going to eat my uh, space dust. One of the great things about Seth is, is he's, he doesn't give up, so he's like, oh, right. my first attempt at just like remaking a show that I like starring myself, but keeping it otherwise pretty <laughs> much exactly the same didn't pan out, I'm going to yeah. do that again, but this time with a different show. And yeah. Then, what about you know? Yeah. The big problem with the Flintstones was that we had the license of the Flintstones, and we had to like work with the people who actually originally created the idea. What if we just called it something different, but it just functionally was the same fucking television show? Mm-hmm. Oh. And so that's for the really the brilliance. That's what the lawyers are like. No, you can't do that. But if you look up the law, you can do that. You can do that. If he did Flintstones, I think Seth would because he's smarter than a lot of these guys. Who would put feathers on all the dinosaurs? Because I feel like that's actually <laughs> how they were. Oh. Yeah, I mean oh, the thing wow. is that, that sure, like Family Guy from the from the get wasn't like any other show on television. Like Family Guy originally, like a show about like a cartoon family, uh, uh, you know, sort of with more adult themes. Like we'd never seen anything like what that a before. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very cool. Like a- a pattern with his work where he just comes up with something that's, you know, all just his own genius. Yeah. Totally out there, totally unlike anything else. Uh, and, and just, and so strong on character. And again, the voices, again, him doing the voices. And and you're sure, funny. you're sure you're not on Ganonderma because noticing <laughs> patterns and being able to like see these kinds of things is one of the benefits. I, I mean, I just take all sorts of substances, so it's possible that some Ganonderma just got yeah. mixed in somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. I would like to get into a more official capacity, uh, uh, you know, with this pyramid-based uh, system. This is great. Okay, you guys, we have gotten very far afield from this uh, song. Uh, here, here we go. Here's verse two. Pretty, pretty relevant. <laughs> okay, but here, here's verse two. Oh, great. And thanks. For the memory, the rivalry with Dave, the beating that you gave. You crushed him in the ratings, and you'll take that to your grave. How lovely, how lovely that was. Yeah, very classy to bring up uh, his ratings rivalry with Dave Letterman. Yeah, the, the true sign of victory. <laughs> <laughs> very classy yeah. to bring up his death. <laughs> you'll take that to your grave. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing left for you but that once you've left. I don't know. I, I think uh, when Jay Leno dies, like, that may be his last thing he thinks of. Like, uh, how he beat David Letterman in the ratings. But we, but the Netflix show is definitely doing better than Jay's Garage. I mean, like, let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, but Netflix, like, I don't know if I'd trust their numbers, you know? 
Yeah. Like they're probably counting bots and stuff. (laughs) These Russian bots. And building up all the it's numbers on the Netflix view count show. inflation. I just you, you know you just can't trust some of these companies. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, Jay's still probably uh, you know doing much better. And it's not fair either because if Jay had Obama on Jay's garage, like that would well you know <laughs> fingers crossed. I'm mailing Ganondorf to Obama weekly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Obama's no stranger to car-based talk shows, so I <laughs> right. think they could probably snag him. You know, if Jay Leno just gets into like a racist fight, then Obama might invite him to the White House to have a beer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe get Charles Barkley in there so they can really start a dialogue about race in America because he's the guy I look to. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I the second verse of the song. It just makes me think, like, you know, why can't uh, Bill Maher get in there the same way that he did at the birthday parties? Like, is there something that's just not televisable about uh, Bill Maher's singing voice? I think we heard some of it. Is that, isn't that... Is Maher in there? I think it's a duet. I think there's a... I mean... Ah. Uh, well, yeah. the, 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 thing, the way it goes is Bill starts each of the verses, and then uh, he kind of gets lost on the way. And uh, Seth <laughs> picks him up and uh, carries him to the finish line. Gotcha. Yeah. Classic comedy duo. Uh, here we go. Here, here's another clip for us. And thanks for the memory. You made Judge Ito dance. Mocked Tara Reed's implants. Went on a rant and told you Grant to keep it in his pants. What, what was he thinking? Yeah, you guys remember that time when uh, Hugh Grant uh-huh. got, <laughs> he got with a, oh, a hooker, I believe? Yeah, I think uh, that that's remember the case. that. He got a blowjob, and uh, Jay Leno uh, chastised him for it on air. Uh, that was one of the many memorable moments of Jay's Tonight Show, along with the. Uh, <laughs> remember when the judge of the uh, the time when O.J. Simpson murdered his wife? Uh, remember how the judge was Judge Ito, and uh, Jay Leno's big take on that was like, "What if there were a bunch of Judge Itos dancing?" Uh, so that was another memorable moment in the, in tonight's show history was when he got a bunch of men who looked like Judge Ito to to dance. And I I don't I don't remember this. Uh, I think this is like you would you would think it would be on par with like you know Luke I or whatever. Sorry, I don't want to misquote it. But I'm your father, you know, from Star Wars. Sure. Kind sure. of one of those things where. If you showed me a picture of Judge Ito, I'd be like, oh, yes, I know who that is. And I know this is uh, because there's a bunch of him and, uh, yeah. you know, Jay Leno. Like the way, you know, someone shows you Star Wars, you're like, OK, I haven't seen any Star Wars, but I know this is Star Wars. So. Well, you just pick it up by osmosis. I mean, like the dancing mm-hmm. Edos are such like a big part of like the texture of American culture that like everybody just knows about the dancing Edos and remembers them. And I, yeah. I wouldn't know him from him being a judge. I would just right. think of like he's in that class of him and the dancing baby from Ally McBeal as <laughs> yeah. just cultural <laughs> cornerstones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are the things that make us Americans. And Tara Reed's implants. Oh, yeah, yeah Tara Reed's implants, yeah. yeah. One of the, the most time timeless yeah. references. <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember when that actress was having alcohol problems and everyone made fun of how her uh, uh, breast implants didn't look good? Thank um, God he slammed her. He slammed her. And thank God. She hasn't, she, and she hasn't got up since, and yeah. she's begging for <laughs> Sharknado crumbs. And um, we're all sitting there laughing, you know, like Jay's <laughs> on top of <laughs> Yeah, Jake, you don't come for the king. You best not miss. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, don't get implants on Jay Leno's watch. <laughs> okay. a wonderful in late night television is. <laughs> okay, th- this song is way too long. Uh, let's see here. How long is Here's- it? It's. I actually have three more clips. I think I'm gonna skip at least one of them. Yeah, I'll just play the last two. Definitely like seven minutes long. Right. Yeah. Like the like the entire bit was uh like five minutes long, and I cut it down to, I don't know, I think about two or three. But uh, here, let me give you the last two in a row. Here we go. Now that you're leaving, we're grieving. We're filled with a crippling sorrow. He could be here tomorrow, but I bet my socks you'll turn up on Fox. Oh wait, no, no, I gotta stop there because uh, Seth is a, a genius. He's a smart guy. He knows a lot of things, uh, but one thing he was not able to guess was that uh, Jay Leno would end up going to CNBC rather than Fox. He didn't. He didn't end up end up on Fox. Uh, so I think uh, Seth MacFarlane and Bill Maher, you guys owe me a pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> and you know i've i've kind of been on record that i think this is actually a doctored clip just because he wouldn't we don't know seth to be wrong like that when he yeah. makes a call it's dead on i assume that that jay leno's gonna show up on season two of the orville i mean oh, okay. seth, wouldn't, seth wouldn't make a promise that he couldn't keep and he has the power to to get jay leno on fox oh, in that yeah. way. have we seen denim yet in the orville <laughs> well in this episode that we watched Remember oh yeah, this episode features yeah, yeah. features denim such as skinny and, jeans. Oh, and, that's right. And that was a real kind of shot, you know, like kind of wink at Jay Leno because we all know the person who was wearing the jeans was what's his what's his name? I, I don't Maybe. want to be wrong. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what his name Jay? About. Is his name Jay? His name no, starts with a J. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Jay Lee. Jay oh, Lee. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's close to Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah, it's really Jay Leno. <laughs> Thank God I was right there. It was it was a nice wink. It was a nice wink to show Jay like denim does exist in this universe. So you know you can feel comfortable to come on. It's basically a red carpet for Jay. You know Jay must have been watching that at home and being like, they're asking me to be on this, this blue carpet jacket. I just would love to see in the Orville like another ship, you know, that's being captained by Jay. I think that would be really cool if, like, right. some of the, like, the other, like, male comedian guys, like, also were the captains of, were, like, boring, not funny captains of ships. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen, we've seen, like, admirals and colonels and stuff, but we've never seen the emperor of the Planetary Union, right? That could be one Jay Leno himself. Do we think they have, a, have an emperor? I'm not sure exactly how it's structured. I, I've checked the wiki extensively, uh, but I don't think they've mentioned who is in charge of the planetary union. Well, I think they it's do mention on this one, like like uh, they mention, yeah, that it, that uh, this planet is capitalist, uh, mm-hmm. and at least in Star Trek, the show that you know definitely like the Orville had, was not inspired by in any way and is like totally different <laughs> from the Orville. Like they're kind of more like communist egalitarian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they give. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but they do give out money, and uh, nobody knows what money or the concept of it is uh, in the episode. But then also, Bordas does say that they, in the Planetary Union, they elect representatives uh, to to uh, you know represent them in the Planetary Union. 
Uh, so th- it's possible they do have a president of the Planetary Union. Mm. I hope so. And I hope it's Jay Leno, right? So <laughs> Right. Yeah. One thing is for for definitely for sure is that the the politics and world of the Orville has like been thoroughly thought out. Like, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's Seth. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's thought out, but they're not going to reveal it all in one episode. They're not dumb where they would like kind of like force exposition on you. Like, say you were sitting across from a lawyer and like, what is this planet about? So, like, <laughs> pretend I was the dumbest person in the world. And they're not that kind of show. So it's a very subtle world building techniques that you'll see. So right. this is one of the many moments where they say, oh, this place is capitalist. It kind of gives you a little like, oh, so there must not be capitalism. Right, yeah, right, and right. he'll pick it up later. Okay, so one last clip. Here we go. It's coming to a close. I guess that's how it goes. It gives us pause, but less because we both still have shows. So thank you so much. Thank you, gentlemen. Very nice, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, my friends. All right. How about that? Wow, just listen to that audience. They're eating that up. Yeah. Smart I always, always think it's so, so fucking funny when people who have, like, television shows talk about how they have television shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like owning a car or something. Like, I just think it's, like, so cool and relatable. I like it. It's it definitely shows bad. these people's, like, brains aren't weird or anything. Like, <laughs> their brains are normal, these people. I mean, and and we can all relate because we have show, you know, we have yeah, podcasts. We all have shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're all kind of laughing at Leno a little bit too, being like, oh yeah, I'm in one measure, I'm actually better than Jay Leno, believe it or not. Now, like uh, us, he also has a show again, you know, so he's like sort of back on our level now. Yeah, it infuriated him, that line. I would let him guest on this show if he wanted to come on. I, I know we'd have to <laughs> don't, vote. Don't give it away. Make him ask. Make him ask. Don't let, you shouldn't be so yeah, open. Yeah, let's to just it. say like if he approached us, I'm I'd be open for that. Yeah, that's one more step for us closer to getting to Seth. So uh, we're, we're, I think it's Jay Leno, Mar, and then Seth is the, is the holy trinity. So wow. yeah. <laughs> some great episodes. <laughs> Yeah, and when, like, you're talking about, like, how Jay Leno, when they're saying, oh, you don't have a show anymore, what I relate to is that I know once you lose your show, you're not allowed to watch any more TV shows. So I'm at home, and I'm like, oh, you're going to get replaced with somebody, and I'm going to watch that, and you don't even know, you don't even know what's going on, unless you have a TV in your car, unless you have a TV in your car, (laughs) then I think that's the only loophole. Yeah. I would love to hear a Jay Leno podcast. Like, he could reboot Car Talk. That'd be good. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Does he have instead a brother? Of, like, people, instead of people calling in with questions about, like, their 25-year-old cars that barely run anymore, <laughs> it would just be him and his millionaire friends talking about yeah. their totally unrelatable problems. It's just, it's just Jerry Seinfeld calling in every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish I knew more about cars because I would love to reference a really old car and be like, hey, it's me. I actually earlier in this very podcast, I, I think I tried to reference an old car and said dirigible, which is like a blimp. Yeah. Not really I, I wasn't going to say anything. But yeah, since you brought it like, up. I guess it makes it sense that if he has, like an old if he has cars, car. he'll also 
<laughs> well, you know, I mean, he might he might call up Jay and be like, "Hey, Jay, my Studebaker is not running." There, you go. there hey, we go. You know, that's that shit. That's an old who car. That? Who was that? <laughs> that uh, was Jerry Seinfeld. Oh wait, there's more to that message actually. And by the way, Tim should win the Golden Ori this week. <laughs> oh no. Oh. I, no, I didn't. I didn't I ask him to say that. I didn't ask him. <laughs> to me, that, I don't even think Jerry that was a shout out like that. that. Yeah, Jerry's a very close personal friend. We have not asked him to be on the podcast because it would seem petty. But yeah, it's kind of weird to do that with close friends. Yeah, ask me to go on cars. Ask me to get some coffee with you in your car, and then yeah. you can come be on the Orville. Yeah. <laughs> If he has a Eurovan or something, he could have all of us in it to record an episode. We have, like, both shows in one. Yeah, but the AC probably wouldn't work or something like that, and I don't know. I couldn't That's do it. when you call into Jay's podcast, and he helps you figure out what to do. <laughs> and then wait ten days for the episode to come out. <laughs> yeah. We now have three shows within one. Uh, it's a full-on inception of all the shitty car shows. <laughs> <laughs> um the the one clip i did skip was the one where uh they they kind of uh dig it conan o'brien um so i feel bad for that but oh well we we missed it why don't you, why don't you just come back see. to it later come back to it later when we're not expecting it and then we'll all have <laughs> uh, i don't know i think it's better if you tell me beforehand because i can't see conan get obliterated any more than he has been by, by jay <laughs> I mean, when I think of a guy and having his career wrecked, I look no more than at Conan O'Brien and how yeah. he got, like, kicked off and got, like, millions. <laughs> yeah, and also still does a television show and stuff. And, yeah, like, like a, oh, all the way better one, yeah. wants to work with or, like, working with him. Like, uh, Conan definitely has, is a destroyed man. Mm-hmm. He's been cucked, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Conan was the original cuck. <laughs> Well, because Jay stole his show. <laughs> right. And then, like, made him watch. <laughs> yeah. Made him watch while he did his show. <laughs> while he did his show. <laughs> and then this, <laughs> the show was like, oh, he's doing it so much better than Conan did. <laughs> Do you think Conan watched one minute of a Jay Leno Tonight Show after uh, he took over? I think he watched he, every he episode, yeah. Oh, I think he was so? fuming. He was learning from the master. He didn't have a show anymore. He was thinking, what did I do wrong? He he watched everyone and jacked off. (laughs) He he probably just had the DVR set for tonight's show already. Oh, right. You forget to to take it off. Can you imagine? He's like going to watch late at night and he's like, wait, I'm not the host of the tonight show. (laughs) Like, oh, nice. Like, the the tonight show starring me is on my DVR. Just like, uh, Hit the enter button on this. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. Thank God we've got Andy Richter back. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the song we listened to. Yeah, great song. Seth, you did a great job. You sang great. Um, I assume Bill Marr wrote all the lyrics. So I uh, didn't uh-huh. love that part, but I don't think it was your fault. Fox, CNBC, if you're listening to this right now, this is just obviously, you know, get that crooner show going, get that, uh, whatever. We'll have, they can have kind of like insert clips of maybe, uh, Family Guy, maybe do a little Orville short. You can maybe just like, he crosses all of his shows together on this one, you know, so we get to see Peter Griffin, like, 
Oh no, the spaceship! I don't know how to control spaceship. Sorry, Tim does the better Peter Griffin impression. <laughs> but uh, but you know, and then Lois is in uh, what is Lois doing? I don't know. Maybe she's uh, she's in the end. Peter! Oh, Peter! there she is! Oh there god! <laughs> she's just mad at Peter. Peter, <laughs> you left the milk in the freezer again. <laughs> oh, god. No. Uh, on the Orville. Sure, oh, yeah. we're on the oh, Orville. Okay. Yeah, I wonder, do they drink milk uh, on the Orville? I, it seems like a post, uh, like um, post milk society. It seems like a vegan society to me. Uh, or, you know, they've got synthesized milk. They've got to have yeah, synthesized yeah, like it's, milk. It, everything's you know because they it's made by molecules kind of uh, coming together. I don't know the exact science behind it, but you know, <laughs> it kind of makes I'm sure these, they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must be advanced if so our far. science officer doesn't understand it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'm the alien so expert. Far, we've only seen people drink like alcohol, and uh, John Lamar's drank soda in the premiere, and those are the two liquids that exist. I haven't watched all the Orville episodes, but do they have similar to Star Trek the show that is not really that much like the Orville? <laughs> like, do they have like a little device that just creates food for them or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, funny. Yeah. They actually do have that exact same thing. Very interesting. Are you kind of describing like a thing that kind of just slaps some molecules together to make a little? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's cool. That's like some parallel thinking. That's very cool. Well, great minds, space is, you know. Space is a really big place, as I like uh-huh. to say, and there's yeah. there's a room for uh, you know many ideas, uh, similar yeah. or not. Yeah. Well, it's just a case of parallel evolution. Yeah. Uh, just like in this episode that we watched, episode seven of the Orville. Uh, majority rule. Uh, this was a very special episode. Um, we have discussed it on the podcast before, but we thought we would bring it back uh, because we just thought Jack would really enjoy this episode. You've so talked about this episode before. before? We've talked about every episode except for the finale of the. You see, <laughs> you see, we're on we're on what we like to call a Ganoderma like circle. Gotcha. So we okay. are going to go. We're doing it better now. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> we weren't on Ganonderma the first time. Now right. that we are, we see things that we didn't see before. We come up with right. new insights. It's also just like Seth, Seth has put so much into every one of these episodes. There's always something right. more to talk about. And we've definitely discovered as we go through these a second time that we're not just talking about <laughs> the same things yeah. again and repeating ourselves to stuff that we talked about. <laughs> Well, Six there's, months there's ago. It's all there's, fresh. There's like new stuff to discover, for sure. Yeah. I hope to come back on to talk about this episode again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like a month or so? Just... Sure. Yeah. Man, if we could talk about episode seven every month, that would be... <laughs> well, and then after, after four or five goes through, it might get old to talk about the Orville, but then we can start talking about this episodes of this podcast again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there we go. Kind of like talking about our early analysis of the episode versus our later, and you know, that's a pretty good idea. We've developed like a sustainable economy that's growing <laughs> on itself. Kind of like the uh, the United Federation. I mean, the United Planets or whatever the fuck they call it. Planetary no. Union. Planetary Union. Planetary Union. The Planetary now, Union. I just want to ask you to just please be respectful. Is all I'm sorry. I... <laughs> I'm sorry I said a cuss. I will try my best not to cuss again uh, for the duration of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were talking about how you got the name of the Planetary Union wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what. You, you can that's cuss all you want. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry for, for forgetting the name of the 
very memorably named Planetary Union. Thank, Thank you. you. Apology okay. accepted. It's one of our uh, things. We like to make all our guests like kind of like kneel before <laughs> us. <laughs> it's your show. It's your show, guys. I get it. Like I was being disrespectful. <laughs> I was being very disrespectful, and I I do apologize for it. And I thank you for accepting my apology. Well, I have. I don't know about the other people. Um, <laughs> I, I think okay it comes down to on, really. It's majority it's rule at this podcast. <laughs> For me, whether or not I accept the apology kind of comes down to who Jack votes for when it's time to give out the Golden Ori. I'm not uh, gonna, I'm not gonna make. Like, any... I did hear that Seinfeld, you know, endorsement, and so that does go a long way with me. <laughs> oh, I forgave, I forgave Michael Richards, for example. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <anyway. laughs> so forgiving Tim is really a pretty small in comparison. <laughs> hey, you know, when, when Seinfeld tells me to do something, I do it. So I, I rewatched this episode. I didn't make new notes. I just pulled up my old notes from the first time I watched it. And and, and the the note that I have, uh, the very first one is opening scene. What if Reddit votes were real? And I think that's the only <laughs> note I actually needed <laughs> because that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, yeah, that is what this planet is. It's planet Reddit. Although that is actually like a slightly more interesting idea, Planet Reddit, because like then you would have like Incel Island and shit, and like <laughs> Jordan Petersonville and stuff. Uh, this is just like this is actually more like 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 uh, Dig the Planet or something like uh, that. Okay. Like, it's like too it's like boring or imager uh, the planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you just uh, say this is boring? Did you just call this no, boring? No, no. It's more boring than Reddit. It's more the planet <laughs> that they went to. I think it was explored in a very interesting and thoughtful mm. way. Oh, okay, okay. But, you know, they explored the boringness uh, of it. Yeah. It, okay. yeah you know, it, it sucks because they kind of, they discovered this planet, you know, in well, Seth discovered this planet in his brain. But unfortunately, when he got there, everything was boring. He was like, "Oh, jeez, how am I going to spice this up?" So, right. Yeah. It's like, what if, like, what if, like, there were Reddit votes on a planet that was pretty much just like one small clearing and like the food court at the Fox yeah. lot. Like that's what <laughs> half of this episode takes place at, like the food court in the Fox lot. <laughs> But everyone's wearing little badges. Well, that just goes to show that the Orville knows how to stretch a dollar, and you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think our 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 intrepid explorers actually learned how to stretch a dollar themselves in this episode. Oh having wow! Experienced money before, and that is a little wink at the obviously the effects department and everything, and and a little thank you for their <laughs> their ability to stretch a dollar. Yeah, yeah, so that's nice. Seth is the type who always thinks the little yeah. people. Well, it's, it's the right way to do it. Like, you want to do it in the subtext of the show. You don't want to, like, actually show up and, like, be around any of these fucking mm-hmm. little people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Below the line trash. Well, it can kind of... I've noticed this in some Ganonderma circles. If somebody is on maybe, <laughs> like, some sort of, like, or, like green mushroom or, like, maybe, like, a non-native... Uh, I don't know where they're from, but maybe they're non-native to where Ganonderma's from. And that'll kind of affect, like, kind of, like, their web will get into my web and it'll just, mm. you know... You know, next yeah. thing I know, I'm thinking of stupid, dumb shit, and I'm broke, and I'm I'm sick. You know, uh, that sucks. Yeah, that's what the green mushrooms uh, will do to you. So this did it. This this episode did explore, you know, the really really fascinating idea of. You know, what if, like, you could get in trouble online, and what if, like, you'd have to, like, apologize for getting trouble online, and, and what if those online things, like, actually affected your real life, 
You know, these are ideas that like we've seen explored, but not, you know, as interestingly in Black Mirror, for example, or mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, another Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, that show is constantly, constantly ripping off the Orville. Yeah, we yeah. actually did an episode where we watched yeah. we watched a Black Mirror episode. There's one where it looks just like the Orville. Just, I don't know if you've just seen the it. Orville. They've got the guy from Breaking Bad, the kid, the guy oh, who right. shot the kid. Yeah, yeah, they got him there. Crazy, like they, I, I did see that episode, and it, you know, it's an interesting one because, yeah, it does like it really like pulls pretty directly like the visuals and like theme and look from the Orville. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so we had a really long debate. It actually almost broke up the podcast um, off mic, of course, about whether it was plagiarism or tribute, which I think is a really interesting kind of fruitful discussion of like at what <laughs> point does tribute become just theft? And yeah. I'm, I think it was theft. It's just, it's, everything was the Orville and they well, didn't you say can't it. Do something like that. You well, just can't do, you can't like take the entire look and feel and theme and plot structure and like the way the makeup is done and the outfits and the way the ships look and the way the planets are and like the overall structure of how the entire universe is designed. Like you can't just like steal that from another show. And, you know, claim it and, you know, say that this is an original work. Like, that's not homage. That's just theft. Is what Black Mirror exactly. did. Yeah. Exactly. So we need to put exactly. Black Mirror in jail. Yeah. It's time for Charlie yeah. Booker to get Charlie fucking booked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. They need to uh, give him what, a, what, a, what I don't know. I forget what they did in this episode, but they kind of like suck out their brain. And uh, I think Charlie Booker needs to get his brain sucked out. Ah, you said it better, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I downvote him, definitely. Oh, oh yeah. No he's, he's getting a push on that, that red arrow button for sure. Yeah. Um, so, Which yeah, is, the, the premise of this episode is like if you do a really bad Reddit post, you like they like make your brain bad or something like that, which is a really interesting way to look at the internet and stuff. Well, I think it kind of made like a really good commentary on how, like if we watch at the beginning, the girl's kind of watching and she's like, uh, I don't like the way that guy looks, you know, right. I'm vote. and it kind of made me think, wow, this is how, you know, we're all kind of always looking at our phones, but then sometimes we're looking at our phones so much that we're not even really even looking at our phones. And I know it's hard to understand, but if <laughs> listeners, if you get some Ganondurma, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. This is, well, yeah. Sometimes we're looking at our phones so much, that we don't even look up at the TV to see whether or not the guy is hot who we're voting on. Right. And right. it's like, mm. take a closer look at that guy's face. Maybe he is actually pretty hot. So I'm going to come at it actually what he's from, the opposite, from the opposite direction here and say, you know, Maybe we shouldn't be judging people just on the outside appearance. You know what I mean? Like maybe some of these people that we have like castigated and kicked out of society, like maybe that does have something to do with the way people look. Like, for example, how many people like really know what Harvey Weinstein did? You know what I mean? Like how many people like great really, point. really know or, you know, is it just because he looks like like an orc or something like that, that people like dislike this guy? So. Like it's very possible. Like how informed are people really about Harvey Weinstein? And so, you know, I think that that is maybe the commentary that Seth was trying to make with this cold open here is like, you know, mm-hmm. we should all be a little bit more you know cautious and we should be a little bit more responsible before we, you know, just write off Harvey Weinstein forever. It was, it was really cool <laughs> that he knew about it and he put this in his show before all of yeah. that kind of came to well, be. Well, we all know. knew. We all knew. Yeah. Yeah. So we all knew. <laughs> we all knew. 
Yeah. I think I think that's a really good point. You're making some really good points here, but I would just point out why would they have it be John Lamar then, who's so attractive, who's yeah. the guy who's humping the statue, you know? I, why not I, have like a like a Yafit humping the statue? Well, I mean, I, I you know, it maybe it goes to show that it's like, you know, these things happen to good looking men like Kevin Spacey too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this oh, thing yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. And even like perfect tens like Aziz Ansari, you know, it's yeah, affecting yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Nobody is safe. And I like how they kinda in this episode they say you got to go on an apology tour, kinda say like, you know, you have to be honest about it and you have to be be humble and stuff. And I was kind of looking at some more recent stuff, you know, like what happened with Chris Hardwick, and I say, yeah. Wow, you know what? What he did, uh, look, that's not for me to judge. But that yeah. was a really humble apology and a it really was. and it was really good. And yeah. I just yep. you know Well he at. said he was gonna be a father someday and that did hit me. <laughs> I'm gonna be a father someday too. And so yeah, like, I, I might be. Like it could happen to anyone. You didn't do that kind of stuff that they that they that what was said in that article, you can't do if you're someday gonna have a child. You know what I mean? Like it's just not conceivable really. Well, and what it did uh, for me what it did for me is it made me realize that it could happen to anyone. Like it could happen like for example, Greg, it happened to you tomorrow that a girlfriend you abused for years comes out and yeah. tells the world about it. <laughs> you know? Are we not able to oh, I mean, yeah. now honestly at this point, like with this sort of like you know, it, it's a witch hunt at this point. Like, are are we not supposed to have ever been able to abuse someone for years, like in our past? You know what I mean? Like, Am what's the statute of limitations for years long abuse? You know what I mean? Like, I'm a different mm-hmm. person now. Yeah. Am I not capable yeah, of like, growth? Like, I, I have yeah. shed that skin. Go go attack that skin that I shed. Yeah. Don't attack me. <laughs> It's like it's like anybody can just bring this up at any time. Then you have to apologize for it. You have to start like making an apology tour. Like why not just skip that step? If we all know that it's going to happen anyway, why not? Why can't I just go like, oh yeah, and pretend I you know assume I'm going to do all the apologies, and then everybody can be like, oh okay, thank you for acknowledging that. Let's all just know that this is how it's going to go down. We know how these things go down, and like give Chris back you know the talking talking debt. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, you know, I I think we're like kind of circling around this with the talk about, you know, how celebrities have been unfairly maligned and the excesses of the Me Too movement and everything like that. Uh, uh, but I do think that this episode had a very interesting perspective that seemed to be from the perspective of that people like shouldn't have to apologize so much. Like this kind of had <laughs> like the perspective of a celebrity who like everyone got mad at and felt that it was bullshit that they had to go on TV and do all, and do all this apology kind of stuff. And I think that that's a really important perspective (laughs) to be highlighting right now, how it's like annoying and like how people are like stupid pieces of shit for even getting mad about this stuff in the first place. Like why, you know, I, so I thought that was really interesting and really, 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 really cool. Mm. Yeah, it's like um, it's like I don't know if you guys remember this, but when all these people got mad at Seth just because in one Family Guy episode, a transgendered character tricks someone into sleeping with them, and it's treated right. as the the most nightmarish scenario right. that could ever happen to anyone. And it's like yeah. uh, Seth Seth has said that he's for gay marriage, and he doesn't even think that gay people are gross. So like. <laughs> What like what do you want him to say here? Like what more do you want? I mean, Seth has taken on the like totally appropriate political stance of the early two thousands, and so like why should you expect anything more from him ever for the rest of his life? And yeah. there are all these exactly. people there are all these people who are like maybe he shouldn't date 
uh, person who works for him who's on no, his show, and then that's so dumb. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, I, it's like, just what are you supposed to meet people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what, what is he? Like, sorry. So who's job you hold in their hands? In sorry. Hands? Let's okay. Let's just let's just go ahead and pass the law that all men have to have their balls chopped off. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know. Let's just go. Let's skip ten years of debate and get there already. When you're Seth MacFarlane, when you're a multimillionaire who has multiple television shows, like there, there's no way to meet women. There's no women that would even be interested in you. You definitely have to like pick from the pool of people who depend on you for their financial well-being. I mean, like Mm -hmm. it just goes without saying. Like, or or, rational, normal. Or if you meet somebody naturally, put them in your show. Like, oh sorry. Like, I mean, you know, like establish that kind of you know uh dynamic power dynamic you know if you don't yes. have it you you need to kind of like you know and that's what a lot of people don't know but the way dr lim uh, is able to come up with all his genius <laughs> ideas is because he's at the top of the pyramid if he didn't have all these people under him pushing him up you know he wouldn't be able to come up with all these great ideas it's like I've been reading a lot on Reddit lately speaking of Reddit oh, um, about how basically um sex is a market you know, and there's market forces. <laughs> How interesting. And, yeah. And oh, so, so they, basically, hmm. basically Seth being a super powerful Hollywood executive and someone like Halston Stage being a 25 year old actress who maybe like really needs a big break for her career. Sure. Basically, that's just him buying like a McDonald's burger. Right. Are we saying that that's oh. so bad now that, that because he's in a superior market position, he's the buyer mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying, and it's hard for me to understand because I've just recently became financially uh, uh, free. So yeah, yeah. Like, maybe maybe if if I get more people in my downstream, I can uh, feel that kind of that power. And Jack, I don't mean to push it on you, but if you're gonna have a guy, I'm the guy. I'm yeah, the guy that you no. kind of talk to first and kind of establish networking. You know, yeah. Just so long as you've got other guys on top of you, like as long as no, that's no, I've got. Guys. You know, we yeah, could. Uh, other great pass up but we could, we, we, consider consider this, Jack. I'm I'm further down than these guys are. Like I'm on a lower level. That's like the sturdier right. base of the pyramid. That's where that's where all the support <laughs> is. There any way? Is there any way that I could like sign up simultaneously with multiple people at yes. is within the pyramid? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, and then okay, eventually good. we'll make a rhombus instead of a pyramid <laughs> i want to eventually be paying up to myself is what i would like to oh, then you're making uh, real money yeah <laughs> because i'm in all honesty i'm making a lot of money for my downstream but i'm spending like twice that amount of money on my upstream interesting so, okay. thus yet so i'm not kind of in the black jump in both spots yeah yeah so but if i was paying myself then that would be like 3x the money right there that's huge that's huge <laughs> Um, I was going to say about this idea of, you know, sort of like sex as a market and stuff like that. It's very interesting to apply those ideas to, to relationships because those ideas, even in finance are, are so, uh, uh, they're, they're not bullshit at all. They're definitely like mm-hmm. totally like scientifically based. Like when you talk about the markets and shit, like that's definitely not just like stuff that like guys in wall street are just making up to like make more money and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's good to use those sound scientific pro, uh, uh, ideas, you know, um, to learn how to talk to girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's one, if there's one thing that's been successful in our society, it's capitalism. So absolutely, why not apply absolutely. those, those same principles like the to stock every market? The stock market never fails. Like it's just always going up and up and up. 
Um, so yeah, that's uh, send me that subreddit if you wouldn't mind too. <laughs> oh, it's actually been banned recently, but I'm <laughs> looking for. Well, send, send me whatever forum they had to move off to. It's a dot onion website. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. You got to be careful with those links though. But so hey guys, I have a proposal. Let's let's make this interesting. So Jack, you're you're on the record. Your your downstream business is uh, available. Let's say uh, mm-hmm. the Golden Ori uh, winner here gets that downstream, that very profitable uh, Hollywood link here. Yeah. Well, could, that that is Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't fair because I'm ineligible for the Golden Ori, but I would love to get Jack into the organization under me. That's not fair. Yeah, but Greggy, you're my upstream, so you kind of are getting it. But. Uh, let's see. So back to this episode. So uh, John Lamar. Back to did we start on this episode? <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about back it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So some random uh, guy sells them some badges. Uh, John Lamar. Uh, he's he's making fun of his coworker, uh, Alara, because she broke up with her boyfriend. Uh, he he humps a statue. Someone, uh, you know, puts this on YouTube or they're they're version of youtube and it goes viral well i wanted to say just for a second here that moment where he's humping the statue what just like it just it shows how sort of masterful the writing of the series is because of just how naturally they got into him humping the statue in the first place i mean they're talking about you know in the way that how normal people always talk about like relationship bullshit constantly all the time just the same as people on tv shows do that's all anyone ever talks about well, they, they uh, they so established just, it, uh in in the scene before um right. just before they go to the planet he says right. oh remember by the way just completely yeah. just want to bring it up you do think have an expert I definitely did think it was cool that like um, they got into it so naturally and it just felt so like normal for a, for him to jump up on that statue and I, start humping it. I'm, I'm going to say in defense of the Orville writing team, they, <laughs> they had like in several previous episodes also brought up seemingly out of nowhere, but apparently this is just their normal thing for the crew. Somebody will just ask Alara about her, her love life and how uh, men are too intimidated by her and keep, keep I think she's so strong. That's the thing. I mean, you forget about it just looking at her, but she can like bend metal with her hand, and she can uh, practically fly. She can jump so far. Um, She she can open any jar of pickles. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. I I did witness her uh, bending a knife in this in this episode. So yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. That was a great feat of strength. So, and so you agree? She... You also, you also wouldn't want to date her because she's no way, no, no way, no, I could never be around her. Yeah, I'm you know. seeing what she does that knife and thinking like, I don't know if I'm that strong. Sometimes I think this the whole character is kind of a Seth just saying, "Back off, folks. She's taken." Like, yeah. <laughs> and then and then uh, you know they'll have the you know. It's probably not even in the script. They'll just have a you know a cast member ask her, "Oh, hey, so who's this uh, boyfriend you're dating?" And she's like, "Huh? What are you talking about?" And then you know they give, look over at Seth and they're like, "Yeah, she's still. Don't worry, she's she's not seeing anybody else on the side." You know? <laughs> those those the reason they seem to pop out of nowhere is because it's just kind of Seth leaning over and say, "Hey, ask her uh, if she's dating this guy or is she seeing anybody else?" And that makes a lot of sense because I was reading for certain scenes they would make her go under oath before starting the camera. <laughs> Like just a reminder, Halston, you're under oath. Do, are you dating anyone right now? 
yeah, so she broke up with her boyfriend, and that made John Lamar um, make fun of her for it. And he was humping the statue to show how he dances normal, whereas her boyfriend had danced weird. Um, yeah, th- much, theoretically. Right. Yep. Uh, so, so watching this episode the second time, it definitely did make me notice the writing a lot more, um, in, in the ways Jack was noticing, like about how good it was, um, <laughs> like the way the way people talk to each other, uh, and and also it made me notice uh, Jay Lee's acting as well. Oh my god, um, it's so good, and you can you can distinctly tell when he's doing a bad job at apologizing because you're like, I know he's. I know that he's doing a bad job, and this is not, this is not how he normally, uh, you know. Right. This is not like an actor problem. This is like definitely this is a skilled actor showing what a bad apology would sound like, like dead and uninteresting. I mean, that's the, that's the way his character is written. You know, that's the direction yeah. given for every one of his lines. It's like uh, acting badly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like, I think that they put in parathetical, like, you know, like, uh, dull. They just put dull in, yeah. in a parathetical. <laughs> and just remember, you're not sure how you got cast here, you know, you think? So there was, you're not sure of what you're doing here or if you can really be, you know, some, an actor who has any kind of depth. So just right. go out there and explore that field. Right, right. I was going to say, watching this, you would have no idea that he, before this, he had never acted before, and he was just uh, Seth MacFarlane's that's assistant. Uh, that's not oh. true. He played several characters in Family Guy, including oh, okay. uh, black yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. black guy in the forest, guy who is black. Uh, <laughs> well, what yes, I think uh, is really cool, like, again, I just want to draw a comparison, and I don't even know why this keeps occurring to me, this comparison, because they are really different shows between, like, Star Trek and uh, The Orville. It's just that, People like, it's so good. for some reason. It's odd. I don't know. It's just like it's like just uh, something. There's something there. Um, but I, I do hate that on Star Trek, it's all these like sort of classically trained like Shakespearean actors, like you know maybe doing like some of the best acting like you've ever seen on television and stuff, and like really taking it seriously, even though the situations are kind of weird. I, I think that that is like. Not really for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just have, like, some guys kind of, like, fucking around and, like, walking around and talking to each other, like how people in 2018 do. That's really more my speed. And it's it's also great that it's kind of in line with that, like, because it's also a comedy in addition to a drama, then mm-hmm. if it's ever not good, they can just be like, it's supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be good. They're like, yeah. that episode wasn't supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're not talking about this episode, though, because this episode is really good. I haven't seen one of the bad ones yet, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just a nice it's a nice thing to have just in case a safety net in case they ever accidentally do a bad one. Yeah, And hopefully you're good and drunk. Like, I I don't know if you know this, but everybody, uh, the the thing to do before you take an I don't know what you had for your episode of the Orville, but it's to take a nice glass of maybe like a whiskey or something, at least at least three fingers, you know. I keep the bottle on the uh, you know table next to me, you know, with a ice tray just in case I'm very you know proper with my whiskey. So yeah. I mean, which is weird because I'm adding ice, just filling it to the brim with ice, you know. But but I but that's what I have in mind. So if there is ever any part where I'm kind of like, is this guy acting bad? Like, or is this like, does this make sense? I'm normally like too gone to notice, you know. Like right. I'm I'm pretty fucked up at that point. So. 
Uh, I'm just sitting back and I just want something that's going to comfort me, you know, while I get the spins laying in my bed. You know, I just want to hear somebody kind of reciting, like reading a book or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what all television is for now. So you're in luck. I, uh, Kev, you're being a little modest. I think I tried your, uh, Kev calls it whiskey cereal, where you get a bowl and you fill it with ice and then you pour whiskey over it and you kind of oh. eat the ice with a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good. It's so much better than normal whiskey. And a lot of times you can't hear what the actors are saying because you're crunching that ice so <laughs> it's really hard. Nice. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, that sounds really so you nice. have an excuse to listen during to watch the episode two or three or four times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really say, kills a lot of your free time, which is great. The Orville visually, then yeah. you should take it in audio, and, and then on um, third time, audio visual. And if you can do a fourth time, you can add some Ganoderma in there, kind of get a <laughs> little extra flavor. <laughs> Try to ascend beyond the senses uh, for your fourth uh, viewing of every episode. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a gateway, the Orville, to like that <laughs> next, like, like, like into the next uh, way of thinking, or uh, you know, like in two thousand one, they have the um, what sure. are they called? Uh, the uh, the, the, the uh, Supergate. Yeah, those. Black I think it's the Supergate. The dominoes, I think. Uh, the big dominoes. Like the oh, the monolith. The monolith. Yeah. I don't remember this from two thousand one at all, but I was only fourteen, so like. I forgot a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and 9 11 oh, did no, overshadow yeah, a lot yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, those two big monoliths. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see the Orville as the next uh, Twin Towers, and I hope nobody <laughs> tries to destroy them. <laughs> hope Bin Laden doesn't come back from the grave. <laughs> I would love to see the Orville crew take on Bin Laden. Do you think we'll have that in a dissimilar show, Star Trek, they were able to do some time travel. So, like, maybe Orville could go back and, like, you could, you know, it's Orville X Seal Team 6 yeah. or something. That would be pretty cool. They, they, um, I don't think they used it in this episode, but they have a tool uh, called the Scanner uh, that basically does anything <laughs> they needed to do at any point. So they could just be like, scan Earth for Bin Laden. Like, we got him. He's there. <laughs> just... Quick, uh, three or four jumps for Alara, and she'll be, uh, you know, right in his foxhole. <laughs> it would be, it wouldn't be a good off. episode. It'd be a little short for an episode, but as a cold open, that would be great. Yeah, just <laughs> Alara, are you busy? I got a jar of pickles. I need you to open for. And she's, you know, look at the screen. It's a picture of a lot, and she's like, ah, oh, yeah. She starts cracking her knuckles. And he, he'd be in the desert, so we'd get our Alara hulking yes. through the desert that we want, and that's where the spinoff starts, maybe. I don't, know if you have any, I don't know if you have any connections, but we're really pushing for this Alara spinoff, where she's kind of like the Hulk in Ang Lee's Hulk, and yeah. she's just jumping across the desert, and she's bashing yeah. tanks together. One, one good Hulk movie? Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll make some calls. I mean, I'll like talk to my agent tomorrow and see if... Uh, she can help me uh, make a spinoff of the Orville with you guys. So, you know, oh my God, that would you know, be so we have so many spinoff perfect. ideas. Yes. <laughs> I'll check in and, you know, I'll get back to you guys for sure. Yeah, she has more than a day. It's a really exciting opportunity, I think. Yeah. So John Lamar, uh, he gets in trouble for humming the statue. Um, everybody's downvoting him because they see the they see the, the video online and they, they say, yeah. no, this is terrible. I can't believe he did this thing to our historical statue. Um, so he has to go on the, the apology tour we were talking about a little earlier. And uh, he, he meets his lawyer, who is uh, kind of a, a nincompoop in a way. He doesn't know what the heck he's doing. Um, but but I've never heard the word lawyer before. He's never heard the word. Right, yeah. Lawyer. 
What a what a bad lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that he's he's his public relations, you know, uh, publicist basically. <laughs> Uh, because on this world, uh, this very well thought out world that like definitely it makes sense that like this is how the world functions is that people are picked off one by one and then put on television shows for everybody to vote on or whatever. Well, I like, mean, Jack, isn't that kind of what we're like our world? Like, isn't that what yeah. we're dealing with? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I mean, think <laughs> about Plain Bay, you know, I mean, yeah, about Plain Bay. <laughs> what about what about what's his name? Uh, uh, pool, pool, pizza checking. Rat? Paul or some shit. What's the one? This guy that like uh, pool after dentist. No, there was a guy like who just the other day he was like asking to see like some uh, the, uh, black person's ID at the pool pool because they didn't think oh that like oh my god is it like permit patty patty oh my god barbecue. So what this episode is saying in the end really is that like we shouldn't be so quick to judge with permit patty. And barbecue right? Becky and them, you know, we really should like we should let due process like with Chris Hardwick, uh, uh, you know, take its course. And we shouldn't get these people fired from their jobs or like say that they're this. assholes to them. And some he of gets... them are crying because of this. Have you seen Permit Patty crying? <laughs> I know. No jury, no judge, no constitution, apparently. Just sorry, you're crying now. A white blonde woman crying. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this, this is, is where we're at right now. This, this is America. Is yeah. Oh my God! Put that in the freaking uh, the This Is America video. Per Patty crying, and Daniel really started dialogue. Yeah. Be, in the in like one of the side rooms, you just see her crying, and everyone is laughing and pointing at her and being like, "You're wrong." Yeah, I mean, and then a judge is decapitated in the background. Oh my God! <laughs> we want it to still be like you know violent and uh, you know still kind of like get people going in that kind of way, you know, yeah. like sex is violence and that kind of stuff. Well, you're trying to show oh, she's that like, you know judge <laughs> that justice is dead, as mm-hmm. evident by how Permit Patty can't sell weed for dogs anymore. No, oh my God. my dog. Think about the clients. This is what people are thinking. Think I about know. all those dogs out there. They're, they're stressed out dogs without their CBD that are just they're going to work and they're pissed off and they don't even have time to like go in their car and fucking blaze. blaze here's it. an angle. Here's an angle on permit patty that nobody thought about is that you know we just <laughs> took away CBD, a relaxing drug, stress reliever from dogs right before the Fourth of July. Oh my oh. god! How oh. many? Like stressed out dogs were there because we had to protect a little black girl from you know selling I water. Bet, I bet I bet if you look like under that cooler, there was a secret compartment and it was her own line of CBD treats for dogs. <laughs> You're right, actually, but <laughs> none it, of the licenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like she didn't have a permit for that. Like I mean, it's one thing to sell water, but if you're going to be selling you know CBD treats, you need a permit for that shit. For sure. And, <laughs> Oh God, it's it's kind of like a sick like we talk about. It's kind of like a like a mirror, like you know, up to it is what the Orville does. Yeah, it holds like, like a, a mirror, mirror, a twisted mirror, yeah. of yeah. dark, twisted, dark yeah, mirror, it's like really dark, dark twisted. mirror of our society. Yeah. My beautiful dark, twisted mirror. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. There's another example. You see one picture of Kanye with Donald Trump, and right. he he says one time that. You know, slavery is a choice. You know, yeah. he says one time slavery is a choice, and all of a sudden, you don't even know. Maybe he, he mumbled something under his breath after that was like, no, just, just kidding. Maybe it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, think that or whatever. But they're not going to show you that. 
They're not going to show you that. And then now what? This guy, you know, he's completely destroyed. He so he just has the two number one albums this summer. Like he's you know what I mean? Like who knows what would have happened if he didn't decide to destroy this man? He's basically relegated to making seven beats. For very uh, select, powerful artists, you sure. know, <laughs> for some of the best albums of 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 the year. I mean, you know, like it's just it's fucked up. It's really bad. Uh, so you can imagine in this episode when Orville hears about this is how the society <laughs> is, he's like, yeah. what the hell? Is his name Orville, the captain? Oh yeah, yeah it's he's Captain, captain Orville. Orville. Captain Orville. Okay, yeah. He, the ship is the Orville. The yeah. show's the Orville, Please. and he's the Orville. <laughs> Please don't just call him Orville. It's so disrespectful. And if you hear anybody, the word Ed Mercer floating around, it's kind of like a, this like myth. Something around. Good job. Like people have been saying, like his real name, his real name's Ed Mercer. And it's just, it's a big telephone, you know, it's the game telephone. I think it was one of these unofficial Orville podcasts that started that rumor. Because they didn't have licenses to Captain Orville. And then on the set of the show. can't get sued. Uh, during filming, maybe somebody was listening to the podcast and they said Ed Mercer, and then that somehow got picked up on. It does you know. show up once or twice in the actual show, but yeah, that's not conclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the jury's still out. So, so yeah, but when Captain Orville did hear about it, he was like, "This, you know, that's a terrible society. We need to get our people out of there before they get in trouble for for doing bad things." If I have one bone to pick with. Admiral Tucker, um, it's that he doesn't allow for, uh, you know, uh, Orville to do his thing and go in and rescue his team. That's what he's best at is fixing problems, is getting in there, getting his hands dirty and solving the problem that somebody else created. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this was an interesting episode because it's like, you know, I I. I mean, I, I haven't really watched that much Orville just yet, although I definitely will, will be watching the you're rest hooked. of it yeah, you know, as, as soon as we finish recording here. Uh, because, you know, but the well, thing that is, might though, be a while. That's... <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot more clips. We got a lot more uh, clips of the song to get through. Three more songs uh, to do. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, the thing that I was really looking forward to is is just seeing more live action acting from, from Seth MacFarlane because I am a really mm. big fan of whenever he steps out from behind the camera, from behind the microphone and, you know, takes his place, you know, where he should be and where he feels obviously that he should be, which is on camera, sort of and, like as himself in his own voice. Have you guys seen? Well, he's got a great look. Job? I mean, have you guys seen the hit job out on the internet? It's this YouTube clip, and it's it pisses me the fuck off. It's just every time Seth says a line, he sighs or something, or he lets out an exhale of breath. You're kidding. All right, Lieutenant Malloy. That's a great way to start things off. Alara, Bordas. That's what he said. Oh my God. What about the window? Good point. So? Well, we better hope so. Hey, what's going on? Answer my question. God, am I glad to see you. Yeah, we're a pretty crappy couple, but we're awfully good with office politics. All right, what is so urgent? You know, I get like one free hour a week. No, I don't. As if all this couldn't get any more complicated. Safe travels, Bordas. Well, you should... uh... And it's just like, yeah, any, you know, have you ever had a conversation Hello, a little science for you. Words come from air, like your vocal cords. <laughs> so sorry if maybe he just has something more to say, 
But, you know, his brain kind of turns off the vocal cords and it's like, nah, they're not ready for that. That's my interpretation of it. I don't know what you guys think. Well, isn't it also like a little bit ableist to like say that people shouldn't be like breathing while they're acting? You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. is like a normal mm-hmm. human function. Like we can't be just like – so, you know, I, 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 I haven't seen that clip, but I'm also pissed off about it from what you told me. <laughs> um, so I, I don't want to see it because yeah. of that. Well, if you do – just downvote it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I downvote see that, that's what I'm going to do. They're also, they're basically saying don't be making out with people while you're giving them a performance review, So, which is basically equivalent to saying you're not allowed to breathe while you talk. Yeah. Oh. yeah so that, I wouldn't put anything past these people. That's a that's a really good connection. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Miranda, are you falling asleep there? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's so hot here. It's so hot. I'm just in my, like, very small bedroom because it's the only room where we have air conditioning. Um, so I can go all night, really. <laughs> yeah, if we lose Miranda to heat stroke, then... <laughs> I this inherit all her golden ores. Security will be lax around No, I, I, I am leaving a will that specifies who gets my golden ores, and you won't know who it is until I die. Probably your mom. <laughs> Well, okay, you uh, don't have to give it away. Like, I wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, so the, the way that this is resolved is um, they they literally have a bot go into the, the, the planet's Reddit system and uh, put in a lot of fake news into the stream that makes people uh, upvote right. John Lamar. Uh, so I guess the, the thing we have to take away from this is, um, like, the, the bots are good. Right. Like, we want yeah. them. In the end, what the Orville did for for good purposes was spread the internet with fake news so that they could affect the like legitimate electoral process uh, mm-hmm. of a planet, regardless <laughs> of what the people want. Yeah, they had, it was like what they were able to do was like yeah, just uh, uh, come up with like fake stories and shit like that so that people wouldn't vote properly. Um, and I guess it kind of shows it's like you know even after. The treacherous and horrible things that Russia did with this last election, you know, uh, uh, it can be used for good. I guess I was kind of hopeful in some sense that, like, you know, we could use these bots and fake news to, like, help maybe Chris Hardwick, for example. Well, (laughs) anything you look at, you say, like, this hammer, what is it good for? Okay. well, it it, it bangs in nails into spots. It secures things into the right place. Right. But if I at the same time, if I swing this hammer and I hit somebody with it, I can do damage. But that doesn't mean that we're going to ban all hammers now. The hammer's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. The hammer's not not the fake news. It's not the botnets that are bad. It's just that it was used to elect, you know, Mm -hmm. Trump. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Trump. Don't get me started on that guy. Have oh, we'll seen, be going all night if we talk about. Have this you seen one. how orange he is? And the, and, and the size of these hands. Have you oh seen the God. size of these hands? So I, I don't, not don't get me normal. Started about politics, but this man hands are so fingers small. Fingers are like little orange Cheetos, and it's just they're uh, small, and he's orange, and they're sure. like too. Sometimes I think yeah. like that hair is not quite right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, he, you're right about that, too, that he eats McDonald's. And, like, that's Ugh. such a thing. Like, you know, it's so gross. The idea of eating McDonald's, like, who – like, there's definitely not, like, the vast majority of Americans who eat and like McDonald's or anything it's like, like that. Like, it's disgusting. No. Uh, uh, I mean, it's so gross. Like, 
it's it's I can't believe that we elected a president who looks like that, you know? No, <laughs> that's really the biggest issue with him because I don't really follow the rest of that stuff. I don't really follow the rest of it. But like, I just think that I don't like that he cusses and I don't like the way that he looks. Uh, yeah, so. I actually I like his politics quite a bit, but he's kind of <laughs> fat. Yeah, I just don't like that he's a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we shouldn't get started on politics. We shouldn't get started on politics. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen that picture of him playing tennis? Ooh, oh, yeah. man. I yeah. threw but up. He's wearing underwear. Big fat guy wearing underwear. No, big fat old guy. Uh, I feel like he might even wear diapers. <laughs> he's old, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. old. Old fat guy, orange. Don't, we don't talk. They don't talk about that enough, actually. That he's actually really. <laughs> that he's like old too. Yeah, he gets a pass on that. I don't know why. <laughs> Which is weird because a lot of old guys I talk to, they have like huge hands. <laughs> so I'm like, this guy's some kind of crazy anomaly. <laughs> and they're pale. They're normally pale too. It's, this guy's an alien, I think. <laughs> Yeah, he's like what that one of they might run into on the Orville itself. He's like, oh my Paul. god, can you imagine? Can Have you imagine that episode? Like character yet on uh, the Orville? There was a Liam Neeson played character. Blabberot. Oh, Blabberot! Oh god, no! <laughs> Blabberot's actually the favorite character of the show. He's the season. He's in it for about two minutes and he's he's eating noodles and they're going all over his face and he says the word blobber rock and then he gets killed it's a very tragic uh a story character arc for one of the better looking characters i have to say <laughs> Jeez, i wish trump would have a blobber rock arc you know just kind of eat his uh kfc bucket and just die you can't That's say that. I wish. Yeah, no, seriously, we are kidding. We are kidding. Natural causes. Yes, we hope that <laughs> passes on naturally in the night because of McDonald's complications. And then t- until that happens, you know, you got to respect the office. You got to respect well, I, the man who has the office, and just and of course I respect salute the, to the guy. Yeah, I, I of course respect the presidency, and I know that that office, you know, sobers people, and it, and it does make you grow uh, uh, within within that position. So, you know, I'm sticking by him for now. Can I just have one request? Like, can finally someone do an impression of this guy? <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be really just, nice. We're waiting I, for it. I, yeah. Tim, do you have one? Is that why you're? Uh... Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I can't be the first because if I'm the first, then everyone else is gonna give up because mine's like too good or whatever. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna get too serious, but like. One thing that does bother me, like Tim, you mentioned, you have to respect the office and you have to respect just what we've, you know, it's like we've got like over 300 years of history with this stuff, you know? So, and then like, but people are starting to refer to him as 45, just like a number. And I'm just like, that's what Hitler did to the people. (laughs) (laughs) true. How far are you going to go? Like, you call him, everyone's like, you're, everyone's calling him Hitler, and then they don't really realize. They're know, basically you're, being you're Hitler. You're using a number for him? Yeah, that's terrible. That's <laughs> awful. That's so bad. That, that really makes me think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct my action on that one. Yeah, people haven't been talking about that. Now, look, he's orange, he's just whatever, you know, but come on, he's more than a number. You want to tattoo a 45 on this guy's arm or something i mean is that where this is going is that where yeah. this is gonna go you're gonna make go. him stitch a cheeto into the sleeve of every shirt 
<laughs> that would actually be pretty badass if he like just like pull up his sleeve one time and had forty five right <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I might like I him know. if that happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I respect him, of course, but I might like him. You're a swing vote. You are a swing vote. You can come around for 2020. I was undecided going into the booth, and I uh, don't know who I voted for. I was actually for I was actually for Bernie, but yeah. but once once he didn't get in, I was like, sorry, buddy. The only other guy who's like kind of going to just disrupt this chaos is is going to be Trump. So I had to I, once I realized once I realized it wasn't going to be Bernie, I was like. Well, I guess I got to vote for, like, the second oldest white guy. <laughs> I was a uh, Hillary guy in the primaries, but then I switched over to Bernie uh, uh, after the primaries. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but if you read about Hillary, though, like, she actually did some bad stuff, though, so. I don't know. You, I, I, mean, I, don't, I can't tell if you're joking. I don't know you that well. <laughs> I'm messing around, but I am a Susan Sarandon voter, so I, I went in there and got <laughs> Gary Johnson. And like, okay, Very say what? State of California. I was going to ask you, you know, would you guys ever have Trump on the show? Like everybody, there was all the new, the controversy back over like Jimmy Fallon having Trump on. Like, is that something you guys Ooh. consider? Uh, uh, if, yeah. If, you know, you, you would be good with it? Yeah. <laughs> like, is I, I got a couple questions first. Is he a fan? Is he a fan of the Orville? Is he a fan of this podcast? Is he a fan of the Orville, the guy? Is he a fan of the Orville, the ship? Is he a fan of the Orville, the show, the TV show? And he's a, is he a fan of the official The Orville podcast? So what if what if he's a fan of the first three, but he's only, like, listened to, like, a couple of the podcasts? He listened to the front episode. I mean. Listen to the front episode. I mean, let's be honest, like, uh, on, uh, on Air Force One. Um <laughs> So well, like I, he's a, he's aware, but he's not like a fan necessarily. I assume he has thoughts like on it all time. Did he like so. the episode? He loved the episode, of course. He he loved. Okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Then sure. Okay, you yeah. guys would have him. Okay. Is he is he gonna retweet our uh, announcement of the episode? Uh, I I think that he would. Well, uh, he'll, he'll agree at the very least to do a quote tweet of it, but it's not gonna be a straight retweet. Uh. Well, you okay. know, RT, RT does not equal endorsement. We have to remember yeah, that. that is true. <laughs> Very important to remember. I forget about that like five times a day. Yeah. Every time I see someone RT something and I'm like, are you endorsing? I would wonder, well, my page is filled with these alt-right, you know, my timeline is all alt-right retweets, yeah. but but I'm not endorsing them. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like, just like... If you put it in the bio, like RTs do not equal endorsements. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Like, uh, not endorsements. I I think we should go. I think I want to go one step further and say you should put tweets do not equal endorsements. Yeah, (laughs) you can just write whatever you want. Like, that would solve a lot of problems for me personally. Just some of my older tweets are have not aged well. (laughs) Old tweets, not by me. <laughs> I took over this account just like three months ago. <laughs> I bought this account for the followers. I didn't know it had some, they were all like evil. I made some tweets about Seth not being very talented, but I was uh, I was in college and it was kind of not the best place. I think the deal breaker to me would be if he. Greggy, are you? Greg, a... Do you have like a lag Greg, or something? Are you, like, Twenty minutes behind. You must be like, I can't get a word in edgewise this podcast. Oh boy, we'll see how long. I, I must be because 
I'm going to say one, two, three, go, and then you shout okay. as soon as you hear go. One, two, three, go. Wow, it's like nine eight or seconds. nine seconds. Like nine seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that's clearly wow, not podcastable. Okay, so now what do we want to talk about without Greggy? We got a mutiny, Greggy. Okay. Oh. Okay. Sorry, Jack. This is really weird for us. We usually never have any technical problems. Uh, I mean, on our podcast, we we never have had ever had a one. So uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely really weird to witness somebody uh, having trouble doing a podcast. Uh, really, don't worry about it. <laughs> You know, this is kind of just like a reflection of, you know, we rely on the internet so much, you know, and uh, yeah, I know. It's we almost it's expect almost like it an, to be there. like an Orville episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here I am. There he is. Oh. There we go. Okay, sorry about that, guys. And you're look. It sounds like you're responding to us. Hooray! <laughs> okay. I don't know how long that was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get in. I was like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Why can't they just let me say anything? <laughs> you, you you, it always seemed like you kept jumping in, right? If somebody was like in the middle of something, I was like, that's uh, weird, Greggy. But <laughs> <laughs> and it would be about something that we had already stopped talking about. <laughs> uh, well, where were we? Did we finish talking about the episode yet? I think we're near the end. Okay. So yeah, so the uh, the the bot saved John Lamar, and uh, in the end, uh, the, their effect on this planet was uh, the one woman that they abducted to their ship uh, decided she was no longer going to take part in the uh, voting system that they have. Right. Um. So that was our episode. It was a great twist this episode. They abducted a an adult rather than a child. <laughs> really mixed things up. Uh, yeah, Jack, if you don't know, uh, you'll see there's a bit of a theme when watching the Orville, isn't it? They love kind of like s- stealing a child in one way uh, or another from uh, somebody. Interesting. Uh, yeah. How, how much younger is uh, Seth's uh, girlfriend? <laughs> uh, 20 years? Uh, uh, Probably not related. I swear, you're on Ganon Derma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was an interesting episode, and, and it really does it does show that, like, if only one person stops using Reddit, then, like, Reddit's <laughs> going to be done forever. Yeah. Well, it was a nice just, note to say, like, unplug, you know, just kind of unplug yeah. from the system. Yeah. Just go gross yeah, just props. Don't vote. Don't vote. Yeah, don't vote. Don't take part in this evil. Actually, that is a message I can get behind. Actually, don't vote. Like, don't take part in this evil, fucked up process. Uh, because either way you vote is just bad. You know what sucks though? If she protests, she's gonna get downvoted. You know, she's she's got to be very careful with her strategy yeah. of you know. Yeah. It's her task now to fix this world. <laughs> And if she says one thing wrong, she's going to have to go on talk shows that look kind of like the ones we have, but like cheaper um, and say sorry and stuff. Imagine if she had to go on Jay Leno's last show and then Seth shows up and sings a song. Wow. Holy cow. She'd get nothing but upvotes. You know what I mean? You got to hit the green button. Green button good, green mushroom bad. It's an easy rule to remember. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that was this episode, and since it is a redo, we don't have to rate it. Um, I'm sure we would all give it a perfect score, but yeah, it is, it is legitimately my favorite episode. I think this is the best episode right. of the Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll give it an upvote, is what I'll give it. <laughs> I also thought it was really cool that, like, uh, just not to belabor it, but like, that they came up with such an imaginative term like upvote and downvote. I think it's really cool <laughs> yeah. that like to be in a sci-fi world, like you come up with like new terminology that like reminds well, us of our world, but isn't quite it. Yeah, they, they could have gone with like a, a plus and a minus or something maybe, but then they chose to go with an arrow pointing up and an arrow pointing down, which is just yeah. And call them upvotes and downvotes. You know, and they kept saying that throughout the beginning of the episode, and I was like, Whoa. "Sorry, what, what was that word? Like, like I thought it was like, a name or something." Yeah. And like, then when you vote. think about it, you're like, "Oh, upvote because you're voting up." Voting up. Oh, I didn't vote get that. You're voting down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's this show's like I'm in awe of it. Basically, this is why you guys rewatch it so many times. I'm a big fan of the screen that we get with the green on one side and the red on the other of just comments, you know, kind of. So I'm assuming you log in, you say you 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 choose your up or down, and then it kind of assigns you the color that you chose, and then you get only comment, you know, because I don't otherwise I wouldn't know how they would divide negative comments, uh, the positive comments, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely it's the future. Yeah, it also definitely made like a lot, a lot, a lot of sense that there's all these comments. Uh, see, given that we only ever see anybody press a single button uh, uh, throughout the show, like whether it's on TV or on the little you know badge that they have, uh, you know, they're you know the comments I guess would just come from you know commenters at home commenting. Yeah, along. And when you with this show, when you think you see an inconsistency, all it means is that this is coming back in another episode. They're going <laughs> to explore that in season right. two, guaranteed. Right. I put money on. Right. I put my socks on it. We'll come back to <laughs> commenters. Yeah, I'd love to get an insight on the commenters, the true posters of the world. <laughs> depending on depending on when they film this, they might like. If you look closely, the comments might read like, "We see you, Jack Allison," because <laughs> they do. List- Seth listens to this podcast pretty. Quick. <laughs> it's been confirmed. It's been confirmed by multiple people that he not only listens to this podcast, but he takes advice and he considers it canon. Anything that we say in here that could be possibly wrong, he will write it into his next script, expecting this is kind of like the companion piece to the show, you know, like yeah. Uh, but as they have with a lot of media nowadays, they'll do like a, a small children's uh, show with the, uh, <laughs> you know, with the, you know, with your up, up and away or whatever it is. So. Right. This is the second screen experience is what it is. This is the second screen. Is that what they call that? I mean, that's what they called it when I watched like Walking Dead or something. They were like, do the second screen experience, too. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> mm. I don't know if it's I like when you're that. supposed to like be looking at the app while you watch the show. Hmm. Well, it's, I like don't know. Pop, it's like it's it's like pop up uh, those pop up shows, you know, where it would have like a little bubble like this. The actor did this at this point. Right. You're kind of yeah. like, guess you say like, you still you know the actor's motivation as well as you're like you're still really caught up in the suspended disbelief of the show at the same time. I, I <laughs> right. started making a fan edit of the pilot of the Orville with the pop up video bubbles 
But what I was finding was the amount of text I needed to put on screen. <laughs> like it became I, illegible very quickly. Basically, there's no comment worth making that's not a thousand words, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> like this what? is Seth MacFarlane. He's known for creating Family Guy in 1999. And then he followed it up with American Dad. He does all the funny voices. He basically made this, you know, and then at that point, you're like, you know. Family Guy came back and, you know, uh, after yeah. an outrage. And then, you know, once upon a time in the West, Ted, Ted too. Yeah, and I didn't even get there before I was literally off the screen. So <laughs> I just posted it as a, a essay. I submitted it to Nature Journal, and they didn't accept it. <laughs> well, the font you were using was huge too. <laughs> that was a problem. That <laughs> was a yeah, lot of pages. Tim was really into Stranger Things, so he kept using giant Stranger Things. It would be two words. <laughs> 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 would zoom in for 13 seconds. Uh, okay, so that was this episode of The Orville that we watched. Uh, let's see, what else do we have to do? We, we're not going to talk about the other podcasts because, frankly, I'm, I'm sick of giving them uh, any kind of airtime. They're all criminals. They're, they should be stop what they're doing. Um, this is the only Orville podcast anyone needs. Um, and if you have anything you want to say official. about that. Yeah, right, I've, right. I've come across this term uh, called the Streisand effect. And basically, when we're putting these podcasts on blast, people are like, oh, I want to go, you know, listen to see how stupid and bad it is. But when they do that, you know, then the people, they may be like, oh, you have to subscribe to my Patreon first. And they'll be like, well, if it's really bad, I got to give this guy at least like two or three dollars. So then these people are actually getting money and then they're using that money to get cast members of the Orville on their show, like Scott Grimes and... Um, uh, the Bordis guy. guy, yes. <laughs> you know, and then when they get those people on the show, they get more listeners. So we're actually kind of helping them even by shitting on them. So we can say not by name, but just be like other podcasts all suck. Um, that, that are about the Orville. Well, I mean, this one's the official one. It's why I came, you know, agreed to appear on this one. I've obviously <laughs> the other ones that I don't want to mention, like have asked. And I was like, well, is this the official one? And, you know, the answer, of course, was no. So uh, I think everybody knows. And, you know, I, I just want to throw my endorsement behind the, the official Orville podcast as the one and only one that's actually official. Thank you, you so sure. much. Thank you so yeah, much. And you're are you verified on Twitter? No, and I don't want to be. I never want to <laughs> oh, be verified okay, yeah. on Twitter. No, we're in the same boat. Yeah. It's actually I bad now to be verified. No. Wow, that's a real, like, man of the people kind of move by you, Jack. <laughs> I don't want to be verified. You know, the funny thing, actually, is if you notice someone's profile and they're not verified, but they have their real birthday on it, that means they tried to get verified and didn't get verified. <laughs> Which is the most simple of all. Should we talk about this Twitter thread that happened today? Well, yeah, that was one of the tweets that I had to talk about. Okay, all right, I'll wait. I think I saw this. Uh, I think I'm unaware of this as well. Oh, you're in for a treat. (laughs) Well, there was a tweet going around uh, yesterday, I believe it was. What's the craziest conspiracy you 100% believe is real? And I saw that all over my timeline, so I thought, the, the officially Orville podcast has to get in on this. Um, so I, I quote retweeted that with, Alara Catan will, won't appear in season two, hashtag the Orville. Um, because that's the thing we talk about a lot. Uh, there is a conspiracy going around that 
Halston Sage is leaving the Orville because she has broken up with Seth MacFarlane. Uh, this is the thing we talk about on the podcast, and and uh, I, I kind of believe it's true. I don't know. I, I don't want to, but um, I, I don't like to think that she's such a coward that she would just kind of like walk on the show after something like that. But maybe she is like a pure coward. <laughs> yes. She's yeah, too much of a coward to too much I'm of a coward to quit the show. Face your accuser or something. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, anytime uh we, we tweet anything, like I don't want to mention them by name, but the uh Planetary Union boys or um the Oroville podcast people, they'll they'll come on and is that they who will, this is? Well, it, it is the Planetary Union uh listeners. Uh, is, okay. is who does this stuff. But uh, St. Jerome, uh, the, the biggest criminal on Twitter, I have to say, <laughs> at St. Jerome 610. Uh, and it is a woman, by the way. I did find that out one time by by being a yeah, real well, jerk. I think we already, it was a man online. We already, we already had a fight with her about that. Right, so we right, don't need yes. to revisit. Which is really like sticking with our uh, <laughs> Seth. You know, like we stood by Seth when he had his transgender thing about like a woman disguised as a man. You know? And now, or, or vice versa, I don't not, you know. like where this is going. Well, you know, <laughs> nobody does, but this is the, like, you know. You gotta go with it. Somebody's gotta be a pioneer, you know. So you don't like, like, that even ironically, Miranda? <laughs> yeah, I just felt like it was heading into some territory that was. That we're know, not skilled enough to way. navigate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, 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 I, <laughs> limits are there you, to be found. Typically, you are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm not the best. So. Let's say uh, edit part. There's an interesting. I pulled up this thread. I pulled up this thread, and uh, there's an interesting comment from Galaxy Rocks that uh, says she will, but she won't be in every episode like she was last season, which is sort of an interesting like uh, compromise. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems like to me. Well, and the thing about Galaxy Rocks is she doesn't cite any sources, so basically she's a liar. Oh. Uh, that's yeah, really annoying. And her uh, at handle is two friends forever. And who, who the fuck is this other person? Who is this other friend? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really trust her. But she does have a um, a Ted. You know, she has a, a, a still from Ted as her uh, <laughs> as her of Seth with Ted actually, which is something that we never got to experience oh. in the films because Seth Look. regrettably was uh, behind the camera for that one. Although his voice, you know, as Ted was very cool and new and interesting and, and different from a lot of the other voices that he does and stuff. Um, man, but what I wouldn't give to see that, just like Seth and Ted interacting mm. with each other. Just sitting on like, two leather chairs discussing. Yeah. <laughs> with, with a, a, you know, with a, a, two fingers of uh, whiskey. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Or like Ted and Peter Griffin talking to each other. Wow. Oh, be really that would be great. Really, really now that might be something that Miranda is not okay with, because they these those two guys might get into some trouble, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see that. I would like to see that. Okay. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be very PC, but uh, yeah. it would be funny. All right, so St. Jerome replies to us very rudely and yeah. says, Heck, even fans know that isn't true. Hashtag not official anything. Oh. That's... Person keeps doing this, accusing us of not being. <laughs> again, again, like no sources. She didn't cite anything. This is basically Wikipedia. You don't trust it. Well, I, I mean, if, if we were not, but he says on the internet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How naive are you? If we weren't you? official, like Fox would have shut us down in week two. I mean, it's not like 
we would have started this podcast saying we were official, expecting to be shut down almost immediately and then be saddled with it for you know, <laughs> almost Forever. a year at this point. No, of course not. Fox would have shut us down. So we must be official. Yeah. yeah you don't That's get this I've far. Learned. <laughs> two things. You don't get this far by not crushing any fucking like losers on the way. And sure. you don't get this far without being official, having been touched by the hand of like one of the greatest creators in Seth MacFarlane. So. And Seth's a fan. He's a fan. So uh, we we responded uh, with we have proof, uh, which is true by the way. We have proof. <laughs> and then Orville Fan Fiction jumps in again very rudely with a rude question: What's your proof? And then St. Jerome, so people are just rude on the internet lately. Mm -hmm. St. Jerome says, wait for it. They're going to tell you to go listen to their podcast. Typo, by the way. So not, you know, (laughs) it's, it's a ploy to get people to listen so they can drive up their numbers. Hashtag not official anything. Okay. False. Orville fan fiction comes back. I really, really hope that's all it is. Uh, the official, the Orville podcast, that's us comes back. Uh, but you're just basically explaining uh, our we have we do have proof. I, I don't know if you noticed uh, another reply from a guy named Crow T Robot who has he poses some sort of pregnancy theory, and uh, Saint Jerome responds with just kind of like a vicious takedown as she's no, uh, she's known to do. She says, "You really want to know why I won't talk to you? You act like a petty child and repeat gossipy trash on your threads." I don't want to be associated with accounts that act that way. It's an insult to the fans who love the show and disrespectful to the cast and crew. I gotta, I gotta kind of agree with her on this one. Right, there are, there are some good points in there, and I, and I do think that the like the level of anger is justified for sure. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is just a snapshot, and we don't know the relationship of Crow T. Robot and St. Jerome. This could be something that's been going on for months and months. And this is We're just right. watching it boil over now. Who knows what else Crow T. Robot has said about other shows, you know, and what, mm-hmm. like, lies he might have spread about other television shows that St. Jerome likes. And St. Jerome clearly was so happy when Twitter uh, gave you twice as many characters because they used all of them in this response. <laughs> oh, God. It's like a waste. It's like the Native Americans. You have to use every every character. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, Although I will say thank you to St. Jerome this time for not mentioning uh, a rival podcast when she's responding to our tweets. Uh, just, okay, say we're not official if you want. It's a lie, obviously, but just don't bring Planetary Union into this. Thank you. The Orville fan page at the Orville fan said, uh, new challenge. If you had to rename the ship from the Orville to something else, what would it be? Hashtag the Orville. That's a really interesting question. I was wondering what you guys thought about that. Well, the first thing I think about it is that it really, really is an interesting question. Um, (laughs) I, I think that maybe you could do it like. In a perfect world, it would be called the USS Enterprise, honestly. And, like, you know, all the this other show would never have existed. You know what I mean? And, like, we would have the one true, you know, space exploration show. Uh, and there wouldn't be any, any you know, any debate over that. Right. Yeah. I'm the front theory here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody mentioned. <laughs> nobody answered that one. 
<laughs> you guys didn't even notice my computer overheated and wouldn't let me run Skype anymore. Oh, no. I missed, I missed a couple minutes, so I don't know what we're talking about. What would you rename the Orville? Uh, nothing. Perfect as is. <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah, we do have a couple of voicemails this week. Uh, we're almost done, guys. Coming into the home stretch. Uh, here we go. Here's, here's our first voicemail this week. And as always, if you want to call into the show, just give us a call. Oh no, I shut the page. I had the, for once I had the number open and I was ready to go, but I shut the tab. Splatjob uh, AI. We all yeah, know. Splatjob AI. 775-285-6224. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, so give us a call, leave us a voicemail, um, as these people did. Here's our first one. Hi, what's up? Uh, my name's Eli. I just wanted to say, you know, I'm just like a really big fan of uh, Miranda and the crew, the whole, I love the Melville, I love the official Melville podcast. You know, I just wanted to spread some love. Uh, I definitely think Miranda should, you know, be winning the Golden Ori. So I just wanted to say what's up and, you know, just say, you know, just big fan, love the official Melville podcast. Uh, thanks again. Thanks again. Bye. Wow. Eli, oh, I think, is maybe our biggest fan. Great call, uh, makes some great points. Clearly, this is a guy who loves to listen to the show, really knows what it's about, and understands that I deserve the Golden Ori this week. <laughs> you know, I talked with a friend, and he told me something really interesting. He said, if you rearrange the letters in Eli, it'll spell lie. And that's what this guy is doing. He's he's telling lies that Miranda should win the Golden Ori, and that's not true. And who also... Are you, who were you asking about rearranging <laughs> the letters in the name Eli. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you're... Are you a Denzel Washington fan? Okay. Right. <laughs> Do you want me to continue? Like, I was watching the book of Eli with a good friend of mine, and I said, he's blind, and he said, no, he's not. And and he said... And I was like, he is blind. Look, he's literally... He says, if you rearrange the letters in the word Eli, it spells a lie. And I said, you're right, I guess you can see. Uh, so that's where... That's what I was talking to you about that. That's crazy, man. <laughs> And really? that was like today. That was just earlier today at the theater. <laughs> now, Eli, uh, I love you too, man. Thanks for calling him. But you seem like a real idiot. Uh, you seem like you don't have a lot going on. You're stupid. Uh, so no thanks. Eli, uh, love you too. Thank you. Think you're very smart, making some great points. Please keep calling in. Love to hear those voicemails from you. Uh, sounds like you really know what you're talking about. Bye, Eli. Don't call again. Oh, bye, Eli. <laughs> no, great job, Eli. Thank you. Uh, one more, one more voicemail. Here we go. Yo, what's good? It's Big Crazy, a.k.a. Big Sexy, a.k.a. Big Money, a.k.a. Dirty Money. And I just want to say what's up to Miranda and the whole fucking squad right there. Keep it real. I love that popcorn. Fucking talking about that. Golden Aura Bell, baby. Yeah, that Golden Auraville, that's right. <laughs> uh, thank you for the call, Dirty Money, aka Sexy Money, aka Big Sexy. Thank you. Uh, we really appreciate that, and we love you. <laughs> love you. Um, it was a good call. I feel like you forgot to say some things, like maybe about me deserving the <laughs> Golden Auraville. Uh, <laughs> just a note for next time. Yeah, this uh, kind of feels like a little vote manipulation is going on here. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. It seems like these guys were contacted or subcontracted um, by Miranda in order to boost her kind of standing in this in this race for the Golden Ori. I know this last 
And this well, last guy, even say it's the guy. It seemed like she hired the people so dumb that they they couldn't <laughs> even do it right. You know. I mean, he didn't even say for me to win it, so I don't know how this could possibly work against me in any way. Well, I, I think if you just compare this call to some of our other calls that are really insightful at about the Orville uh, show, and they some guy needed a TV, I think at one time he couldn't watch the show. <laughs> Um, I I did also I did IP trace this call and it actually came from Miranda's house. Oh my god! You know what? Oh, a that lot of did kind of sound like Miranda. A lot of people have keys to my house. Over a hundred <laughs> keys to my house, so it really could have been any of them, and I don't even know all of them. Yeah, you know, I'm sure you don't know big money, big sexy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never met anybody with that name. What about Dirty Money? <laughs> no. All right. All right. Well, uh, he loves that popcorn, though. That's We can all agree about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that Golden Orville popcorn. I, I guess that leaves us with one final segment, the Golden Ori, of course. Um, wow. Unfortunately, Jack, I, I apologize to say this, uh, but as this is your first time on the show, you are ineligible for the Golden Ori. God damn it. If you've yeah. been here because you thought you were going to win, then really you're not going to win anyway. Um, oh you kind of have to be – it takes like a real selfless act to win gotcha. on your on – right. if you're going to do it like on a first medal try, of honor. It hasn't happened, but if it's, if it's going to be on your first time on, you have to be truly selfless and humble. Okay. So. Yeah, no, I'm, we not, are, I'm not. I'm not. We are going to give you a <laughs> Sapphire Star. Wow. Thank you for whatever that is. <laughs> it's <laughs> – it's pretty good. Well, some of the other people who, who have been awarded is like an Alara Catan. Wow. <laughs> she she maybe. might appear on not every episode, but mo- a lot of them, I think, in the next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> that is if she's not pregnant. <laughs> right. Uh, so Can let's imagine... see. This week. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Tim. No, we've done enough time, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, what, can you imagine she was pregnant? I want to know where this is going. <laughs> can you imagine how strong that baby would be? I the mean... baby would just punch its way out of her belly. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Oh, wow. I really wish I could give the Golden Ori to Jack this week because he did a great job. Um, lots you. of great additions to the show. Unfortunately, it is uh, against the rules, so I think... Too bad, too bad. Uh, I respect it. Let's see. So Tim got an endorsement early on uh, from Jerry Seinfeld, so that Jerry carries Seinfeld? a lot of weight with me. Jerry Seinfeld has never even appeared on the Orville, I would just like to point out. Ooh, true. Whereas Eli, the voicemail <laughs> caller, um, we I did mean- hear his voice on the show, and he did... Uh, endorse Miranda. Yeah, he's a fan. He knows what he's talking about. I do. Now, on the other hand, Kevin, um, let's see, Kevin did... Hmm. He, he said a lot of stuff, so that's good. Uh, I cannot get the Golden Ori. It's against the rules for me to get it as well. Uh, hold on, let's hold on. See. This is always hard. Hold on. Oh, uh, yeah, Kevin, go ahead. I think we're going to get it. I think I have a clip. I have a little quick, quick clip I have to play. <clears throat> Yeah. It's me, Michael Jordan, star of basketball, wow. shoot number 23 himself, and I just want to say, go Bulls. Wow, well, that wasn't, that didn't do me any good, but... Um, <laughs> that was a cool, that was cool. 
to hear that though, for sure. Sorry, that was big. Anybody can find that clip online. That's Michael Jordan just kind of announcing himself to the world. <laughs> if you know Michael Jordan, you should have had him like on the show. Like, oh, that's just a clip online. Show. Sorry, I, no, that's just a clip on Michael online. Kevin, it's cool wow. to hear anyway. <laughs> yeah, to hear Michael Jordan again. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. Miranda wins. Uh, yeah. So Jack. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's huge. Jerry Jerry Seinfeld's never so coming on. <laughs> I want to thank Jerry Seinfeld for not coming on the show and making this win possible. I want to thank uh, Eli for calling in. Uh, keep keep calling in, buddy. Keep making your voice heard because we care about our fans. Yeah. True. Uh, Jack, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, it was. Uh, thanks for having me. This was fun. It was very yeah. fun to watch uh, this this show. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> well, as our main goal really is to get more people just to fall in love with the Orville, and we think I have. If, if we can get you to even just watch five minutes of the show, or yeah. even just listen to you know five minutes of this podcast. For sure. Yeah, you're going to get hooked like, on the Orville. Or like two well, and a half hours of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Not yet. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, I, it, it just is such an intriguing world, and it's so different from any other show that I've ever seen before, and it's just so unique and special. So, you know, I'm definitely be coming back um, to the Orville uh, time and time again to see what's going on with the, the crew and all the guys on the Orville there. <laughs> And uh, listeners, if you would like to uh, hear more of Jack, please go over to uh, check out the Struggle Session podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually I, I listen to that podcast, Jack. You do a great job. Oh, thank uh, you. I really liked uh, your recent Civility episode. That oh, was uh, really funny. Good thank stuff. Um, it, the beginning had a very uh, official The Orville podcast vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> we did the uh, compliment. In, in that we were. Uh, in that we were. Being totally earnest and uh, uh, and speaking our, our real truth, uh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and in this day and age, that's such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a little that was a little wink from you guys to Seth, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a wink. From, it was a wink to Seth in the sense that we're like, oh, this is like the official Orville podcast, and so obviously, <laughs> as a listener, like we're giving a little wink. Uh, <laughs> doing that um but yeah check out the struggle session podcast and i'm uh on twitter pretty much all day every day these days uh at jack allison lol that's what's up you gotta be yeah you gotta be on twitter now you gotta be you gotta be on twitter now um because yeah there's just nothing I, else to do it's just boring started, like, <laughs> i don't like that new law like i don't yeah. think it's fair it stinks it stinks I, it makes me feel like i'm like in the world of the Orville that we just watched. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. One of one of Trump's few missteps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why yeah. you got to get out there this November and vote. You have to vote. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.